Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, 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 and I'm Tim. And Tim's taking a sneaky picture or a video of something of me, I'm assuming, for the socials. Yeah. For I the socials. Took, I took a little video. Because if you haven't heard, we're on Instagram now. Yeah. Not only are we on Instagram, Tim, but I'd kind of say that we rule Instagram. <laughs> well, how can you tell? They've just changed it so you can't really see how many likes and I can see how many followers likes, you have. But other people can't see how uh, many likes. Yeah. So we can see the amount of people that like our posts. Oh, so but that's... Everyone else can't. You're right. So the millions of likes uh, we've received on Instagram... No one else can really tell them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, Tim. We've received literally no word of a lie above a million. <laughs> we have over a million followers. Pro- prove me wrong. It's, weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good for my mental health that yeah. we don't have to compete anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's brilliant. Um, as the <laughs> listeners might be able to tell, though, I'm no longer as sick as I was. <laughs> Dan's in a permanent state of sickness. There's a constant sickness. He's, he's either more yeah. or less sick. The sickness. I- <laughs> the sickness. <laughs> Not the sickness. What's funny, though, uh, is that uh, you are now sick. <laughs> yeah. And the, <clears throat> if you can't tell, I'm slightly nasally. He today. is slightly nasally. What I liked it, if you've seen the TV show um, Chernobyl, what happens is you get a first dose of radiation and you suffer real badly. But then there's like a gap. There's a day where like you feel pretty good. And then the next day you melt from the inside. Tim's on that middle day right now. I've been there, buddy. I was there about three uh, weeks ago. I'm bouncing back. Yeah. So you think I'm in for a bad weekend? You're in for a bad weekend. Really? You're in for a bad weekend. Oh. You're going to start losing your voice. You'll start oh. coughing. No. Your throat will come back a little bit. No. You know why, Dan? Mm. You know why that's not going to happen to me? Why? Because I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you know, if we're specifically narrowing this down to like in an immunity challenge, then and, I, like, don't, and I don't mean survival-wise, <laughs> because I'd, I'd kick your ass in that. I just this mean like your actual body's natural immunity. Then is, you probably win that. So this is secretly why you're obsessed with Survivor because of all the immunity, the immunity challenges. challenges. <laughs> I've spent a lot, of, so a lot of my life uh, with immunity challenges, Tim. And You're just like going to notepad and pen out every time the survivor's on. It's like, that's how he survived the immunity <laughs> challenge. <laughs> I will talk about Survivor a little bit in my other thing. I, oh, nice. I bloody love Survivor. Anyway. Uh, we, should, we should continue. We are sticking to our 30-minute episodes. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Hasn't been 10 minutes yet, Dan. No, nah, just, just reminding our listeners of the uh, sound. That is that is the sound. Because for us, it's been three weeks since we've recorded anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the listeners, we've been there every week. Yeah. We've been there every week. Yeah. Uh, so, Tim, let's start off with the... What is the Tim and Dan Lowe? I wasn't sure if you're going to be able to hit the high notes with the cold, but I threw you in there. I threw you under the bus. I did but, my best. But you rolled out. I did my best. Um, Tim. Yeah? How was your Tim and Dan Lowe this week? Uh, pretty good. I, as, as you said, Dan, um, I'm sick. Mm, you've and got, you've so got the sickness. I got back on, on Monday from New Zealand. And uh, was feeling great, actually. Wasn't sick at all at mm-hmm. that point. Yeah. And then Tuesday, 
Mm. A little bit of work from home and just a bit of washing and mm. stuff like that. Still feeling great. Mm. Tuesday afternoon, spoke to you mm. about some work things, just miscellaneous mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was like, huh, my throat is hurting mm. and my head is throbbing. What's going on here? And I was mm. like, ah, it's all right. Take a couple of Panadol and sleep it off. Yeah. I did and uh, woke up worse on uh, Wednesday. So, yep. that's been the rest of my week. So, I get to watch <laughs> a lot of TV. Yeah, that is the plus side of being sick. It is. There's a lot you of TV watch. You catch up on your shows. You catch up on your shows. So, um, that's why I watch so much TV, Tim. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly sick. I know, like when we were recording those episodes before you left, I was like, have you watched all these shows, Dan? And then you're like, because I've been sick. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Of course. Makes sense. <laughs> yes. So, I'm going to leave that for my other thing. Okay, great. Um, but yes, I've been watching a lot of TV. Mm, that's good. That is my damn life. But um, how sneaky are they? Mm. At the moment, all the ads on TV. Yes, there are there are ads on the paid TV that I'm watching. Stupid Foxtel. Mm. Before you play a show, they play an ad. That's frustrating. Stupid. And they charge more than any other paid thing. But it's all, it's all sore throats. It's like they knew. They know, Tim. They knew. What they know is that the sickness... Is spreading yeah. around this country it's the sickness. pretty quickly. Almost every second client I've spoken to has either had it or has a family member that's currently down with the sickness. The sickness! And it doesn't matter that I've had the flu shot because whatever this was, wasn't covered in that flu shot. This <laughs> wasn't. Yeah, you're right. What about you, Dan? Uh, my Tim and Dan Lowe was, um, I've been back at work for two weeks, unlike Tim the Bludger. And um, <laughs> thanks for holding holding down the fort. Yeah, been been holding down the fort. Been been pretty busy this week actually. Lots of meetings, lots of exciting new businesses starting up, and people want to uh, yeah. get things cracking and get things going. So it's always a fun time of it's year. A positive time of year. We go through a real dud time of the year about a month or two ago as an accountant. It's always kind of you get the the lag is along with the you know not always the best work to work on. There's complicated things you need to deal with. And if um, you are one of those people that are the laggers and mm, you're listening to this show... It was you. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's okay. Um, it's just harder on the on us and our brains. We're mm. tired at that time of year. Exactly. It's just so, so long ago. But, um, but for whatever reason, come 1 July, everybody's suddenly in a real positive mood, yeah. ready to tackle the year. You turn a new page. Yeah. And accountants go out and celebrate. Mm. Um. Actually, when I was in uh, Remarks in New Zealand, they mm. did Christmas in July. Yeah. I noticed Tim spent so much time in New Zealand that he's now become a local. And he says things like, <laughs> I was at the Remarks. And I was at Cardi's. Why would you, you say... Cardi's during the week, Tim? Why would you say Remarkables when Remarks is, just feels so much better? I don't know. Just sound less douchey, I guess. You th- did I sound douchey then? I mean, yes. We'll let, we'll let the audience decide. Send your feedback. Did I sound like a douche when I said the remarks? Um, if so, I'll take it on board. Yeah. I'll um, say it again. <laughs> so, uh, Tim. Yeah. I have a business update. Ah, nice one. Do you have a business update? I'll just use my business update. So, my business update is there have been some significant changes with the first home super saver scheme. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, so we spoke about that recently. Um, Tim, the reason it says it's not recording is because we're recording on a different thing today. <laughs> <laughs> Tim was quite concerned then looking at the screen. You'll uh, have to tell me when it's been 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, so the reason why um, 
I mentioned this because we did an episode on the first home savers super mm-hmm. um, sorry the first home super saver scheme. Yeah. Uh, but there are some changes with the recent budget that I missed, mm. and it's uh, I think a lot of people missed. It was just kind of slipped in here. Mm-hmm. Um, some are good, some are good. So the first change is I didn't know this, but with the scheme, you could have bought your first home anywhere. That's crazy. Anywhere. That's actually crazy, right? Yeah, and obviously some people did. Obviously, some people took advantage of a loophole and bought a house in Bali or in you know Amazing. the US or something. Amazing. Um, but the law has changed, and now the first home can be in Australia only. Fair enough. Well, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, it, the anywhere thing kind of makes sense. Like, I guess you're just saving up a house deposit to buy anywhere, but for Australia I to think they want the tax savings exactly in Australia. Yeah. Um, so the other thing here is. Uh, before, one of the biggest issues with the first um, home super saver scheme was that before you signed any contract to buy or build a house, uh, you had to have got a determination from the ATO of how much that you've got and then make a request to get that money out and then that money actually hit your bank account, which can take up to a month. Yep. So basically, you had to have got all that money out for a month and then decided to go do it. Yeah. Now, what they've changed, I'm assuming a lot of people complained about this or got caught in it. Um, they fixed that. Now, what you have to do is you have to make a determination and receive that. But then you can apply for a house and you have to make a valid request mm-hmm. but not receive the money or within 14 days of signing the contract, make a request. So They've made it a bit more flexible. Made it a bit more flexible. So, you have nice. to get a determination of how much you've got. Yep. Uh, because the ATO will add income yep. to the amounts that you've actually put into super. Correct. And then you can either make the request or sign a contract, but within 14 days, make a request to get the money out. So you don't have to have made the request straight away or received that money yet, which a lot of people would get tied up and they'd get excited. Oh, I found this house. It's the perfect house. No, true. This is the one that I want. I mean, so we recently advised one of our friends mm. who's in business <clears throat> to make the most of this because it saved them so much tax. But... We said about 10 times, I think, mm. you have to do this first before you go look at any houses. Yeah. You, know, you, you have six months or mm. is it six months, Dan, or 12? To use it? 12. Yeah. 12. Yeah. It's 12. So, you've got 12 months. Mm. Just as soon as you're ready, pull the money out, get your determination. Know how much you've got. You need to know how much you've got there anyway to put mm-hmm. down as a deposit. So, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Awesome. So, this is good. Nice good changes. One. That's my business update. I like it, Dan. Yeah. I have a very quick one because mm-hmm. I think we're approaching uh, 10 minutes. Yeah, we've hit 10 minutes. <sighs> Should I save it for next week? Yeah, save it for next week. Okay. We still need to do Tim's Tardust tip. Tim's Tardust tip. Very quick one. Um, Which people are loving on Instagram, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen is... it, I've put the, the most respectable funny picture I could find of Tim that makes it look like a professional shoot kind of staring at the distance, but also kind of goofy because he's like got a suspender on or something and he's pulling a funny I was, face. Yeah, I was playing up yeah. that photo. And then, so I made it black and white and put Tim's tight ass <laughs> tip next to it and uh, the people have spoken. They love it. Uh, it was good, Dan. That made I've, me I've that got made a stack of pictures backed up that I can use each week. You're backed up? I'm backed up. <laughs> <laughs> tight ass tip. Go All for right. It. Tight ass tip this week. Um... When you drink tea at a cafe, mm. you can get free refills. <laughs> That's not always the case, though. Well, I tell you what. If you're at... Okay. First of all, the tight ass tip. You might be wondering, what are you talking about? Free refills? What? Well, what I'm talking about here is 
there's a certain amount of tea, might be a tea bag or a little tea loose sachet, yeah. loose leaf, put into a teapot mm-hmm. when you're drinking tea at a cafe. You may, you might be at that cafe for several hours. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what you can actually do is once you've run out of hot water, just get the barista to fill it up mm-hmm. with more hot water for you. If you've taken the tea out shortly after it diffused, then you can definitely get some more run mm-hmm. out of that tea. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, and it doesn't cost you a cent. Mm. So, your $4 teapot just turned into a $2 teapot. Yeah. Well, the other thing with a teapot is, especially if it has come in a pot, you normally get more than one cup out of that pot. Yeah. So, you're drinking a fair bit of tea there. Exactly. But if you're there for a few hours, you might be there doing some work. So, this this is something, Tim, that I'm I'm an avid tea drinker. Yes. Um, I drink a lot of tea. Um, so at home, mm-hmm. I regularly make a pot of tea and constantly refill it with hot water. Nice. To um, I was the bane of Macca's and Begsy's <laughs> existence at the Caddyshack because I'd always use my tea bag yeah. and then put a tea bag on a on a plate. Yeah. And then I'd just leave it there in the kitchen and I'd use that tea bag for you know the rest of the day yeah. or the night or whatever. And they hated it. They yeah. hated the tea bags. Um, so <laughs> who likes tea bags? But at, at a at a cafe. <laughs> At a cafe, I have asked for refills and they've told me it costs. No way. It's happened. Did you say water out of your tap costs money? Yeah, normally it's... Sorry, I didn't realize that's what I was paying for. Normally it's not the full cost, but it would be, yeah, pay us two bucks and we'll fill it up with hot water. So I tested this out on the flight home. I was with Jetstar. Yeah. And um, we, I think we booked through Qantas, so we got like a little package of food. Mm. Anyway, we got tea. Which I'd like to say you'd... We didn't book on the way home. What do you mean? Everyone else around us got food. <laughs> <laughs> didn't affect me. No. Didn't come home with you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I blame Orford. Uh, I don't think he... Yeah, he was like, nah, nah, just don't worry. Yeah. Well, he was the most disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Early flight too. Exactly. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, so anyway, got a, got a green tea and I only diffused it for like half a minute mm. and then... They came back and they were doing everyone else's drinks. Mm. And I just said, can I just get some more hot water? And she's like, certainly. Mm, so good. Jetstar does it. Jetstar does it. And, and if, planes if are the most money hungry do place it. you can find. If a plane can do it, a cafe can do it. They've got bloody and plumbing. Here's where Downwater. Here's, I've got two sides. Like one, one, my first comment is I, I like a weak tea. Yeah. So that you tea are bag like a, or a that loose glass leaf. of tea. Yeah. <laughs> so those wheat, you know, delicious, Tim, I am. So those that tea bag or the loose leaf, they're going to last me. Endless amounts of cups, yeah, right? endless. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is, I could understand if they charged me like fifty cents oh, or something because yeah. it takes energy to heat that water and right. boil that water. There is a cost. You already paid four bucks. I know. I, that, I agree. It's a ripoff. Ridiculous. It's a ripoff for a glass of tea. It but, is. But as long as they don't charge me more than say twenty cents, yeah, I'd be happy. But I'd be really happy if it was free. Well, there's the Tim's Tardis tip. Always ask for refill of hot water. Mm, in your tea. In your tea. I like it, Tim. Good work. And get very angry if they don't do it for free. Oh, I will. Main topic time, Tim. So the main topic today is we're continuing our series on... Cash flow. No, I got yeah, you there. Capital, capital gains, gains. tax. Ah, that's just a classic Tim trick. <laughs> capital gains tax. Uh, today, we're going to focus in on the small business CGT concessions. Yeah, I guess um, we should preface this by saying all businesses, if you're going into business, 
I think you're making a mistake if you're not planning to sell the business one day. Or some succession plan. That's that's mm. selling the business, right? Yeah, or usually. doing something useful with it. Yeah. You should always be building this business to sell it. Mm-hmm. That's one of the wisest things I heard. I think that was Jason Cunningham. I heard him on a CPA <laughs> podcast series. But you're building an asset. Exactly right. And too many people... <laughs> Dan, you water everywhere? Too many people... Don't look at it. Too many people forget <laughs> that um, what you're building is something that has value. And <laughs> Dan's just going to get some paper towel. Um, and yeah, if you're not planning for the day that you're going to sell that business, then what are you actually even doing in business? It's a big part of your retirement plan and um, a big part of what you're actually growing in the systems and the customer base um, and your branding. Mm. So... What, That's why. What is it good for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're just interjecting random things there. No, I'm not. Definitely not. And so, um, when you're setting up your business or starting your business, I think it's really handy to know about these small business concessions mm-hmm. because they may affect when you decide to sell your business. Yeah. I mean, you if, might- if you just slightly go over these the the, um, the criteria to, to mm. get these concessions, it might be worth not making that as much money. In the That's next, it. Like, <laughs> you, you might decide, well, I'm reaching the peak of mm. where I wanted to take this. I'm sort of fulfilled mm. with this business. There is a potential buyer. Mm. Let's sell. Yeah. And it's not going to cost me a lot of tax because of these reasons. Correct. Let's do it. So we mentioned these in the overview episodes. We gave a brief outline of here are the, the four main concessions. Um, so we'll go through each one, one at a time here and just, and just explain what that means in a little bit more detail. Um, but the first thing we need to do is be eligible, be eligible to get them. So it's a little bit confusing because at the moment for most small business concessions, simplified depreciation, bunch of other things. Um, the definition of a small business is an aggregated annual turnover of less than 10 million. Yeah. But for these small business concessions... For the CGT, CGT concessions. concessions, it's two million. Yeah, so they haven't actually changed the value of the business turnover for small businesses for capital gains tax. Yeah, they've just changed it for income tax and yeah. depreciation. Yeah, which is really Silly. annoying, <laughs> especially as an accountant. I mean, you got to keep track of that bloody two million and ten ten million dollar thresholds. That's the thing as well. There's a lot of small businesses with turnover of two million. And above. Oh, it's, it's just because it's your turnover is that high, it doesn't mean your profits that high. Like it, it's you're, you're still a, a small business. Yeah. yeah, two two million is is very quickly going to become yeah. not that much. No, for a small business. I know that's like you said. Oh, geez, you're earning two million and you feel bad because. Oh, but what if you're a retail shop? Yeah, you turn over three million, but your costs of those products are. 2.8. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. There's only two hundred thousand dollars to cover your fixed costs. Yeah, that's not a small business. Yeah. I mean, so, sorry, that is a small business. <laughs> um, you know, uh, you, you, there's very easily you can reach that mark. So that, that is one of the things to be aware of. Maybe that'll change, but right now it's two mil. Yeah, that's right. Um, the other part of this is you have net assets of no more than $6 million, um, excluding personal assets such as your home, mm. um, other than the extent it's not used to produce income. Yeah, so that's an interesting one. I guess um, maybe some small businesses over time build up a, a stock of assets. Yeah. Um, so here's an example. If you're a small business, your turnover is less than $2 million. 
but you've got $7 million in the bank and no liabilities, <laughs> then you might not qualify yeah. for this. Yeah, and I, I think the reason... I kind of feel the reason that they've included that one in here is because you're not going to sell a business with $6 million worth of assets for less than $6 million. But you could have potentially had a turnover of less than $2 mil yeah. for a long time. Yeah, so so if, you're, if your assets are $6 million and you sell it, well, that's going to be quite a large capital gain. So I think they're restricting the gain concession there. You, you know, I, it's they, not really a, a definition of a small business. I think it's just they didn't want your gain to be more than that. Maybe, maybe um, maybe they didn't want people doing what you said before, just saying, oh, let's just not trade this year. Yeah. Have less than two mil in turnover. Yeah, but their assets, assets are 20 are, mil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we'll access these concessions, which could potentially save us 50% to 100% of the game. Exactly. So, yeah. So that's, that's an instrument. So yeah, be aware of those two things. Um, less than two turnover. Less than two turnover, less than six in net assets. Yep. Um, so let's dive into some of these concessions. Mm -hmm. So Tim, the first one, small business 15 year exemption. 15 year, yeah. So basically if... if 15 years a slave. Yeah. If, if you've owned this active asset, which could, which could be your business... Your business uh -huh. is an active asset yeah. um, for more than 15 years and you are over the age of 55 and, or sorry, you're going to be permanently incapacitated. So let's say you, you've hurt yourself and you're going to be injured for the rest of your life. You're not going to be able to work. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's an example of that. But usually the case is it's over 55 and retiring and you're going to retire. So basically, you are selling your business to stop working. Mm. That's the criteria here. And you're either permanently incapacitated or you're over 55. Yeah. You can then essentially disregard any gain that you make. Mm. Which is brilliant. Mm. And I guess what the ATO has in mind there in the government is that for a lot of people, if you've been in business for 15 years, then the value you've created in that business is mm. almost your, your retirement savings. That's right. So that's what they're that's what they're really going for there. Yeah, because it, it you know let's say you sell your your business um, and you have to pay some tax on it. Well, then there's an increased likelihood that you're going to be dependent on government services. You're gonna you're gonna get the pension. You're gonna have True. other things. I don't want that. Uh, yeah, that that you know mean you're not going to be you're going to be relying on the government for your retirement whereas they don't want that so they want you to have the full amount of money that you got and it's going to fund your retirement and save them money in the end yep so that's the purpose of that one so that's a good one that's a good one very easy to understand if you've had the business for 15 years or more yep and you sell it and you're retiring disregard the game and you're 55 or over correct <laughs> disregard the game yep the next one, Tim. So that won't apply to us, Dan, in 15 years' time. No, it will not. Unless We won't be 55 right Unless on. you're like, I don't know, you have a mental breakdown <laughs> or um, I break your back or something. And or then, like, for some reason, I've gotten a machete and like chopped your hands off. Yeah. and That I'm, would be permanently incapacitated. And I'm permanently incapacitated. I'm, I'm unable to work, although I could have like buster claws or hands. Or like um, Piccolo out of uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I'll just like, grow him back there. Yeah. Just like pop them out. I'm a bit like Piccolo. Hmm. Um, you, <laughs> that won't apply to us. So the next one along the line is the small business 50% active asset reduction. So this, this um, one thing to say here as well, before we go through them all, mm -hmm. you can use these in conjunction with each other. That's right. And this is one that most businesses will look to use. Small yeah, businesses that's right. will look to use when selling. Um, the 50% active asset reduction mm. um, is your first port of call mm -hmm. as a small business 
with a capital gain. That's right. Because more often than not, you know, with the 15-year one, um, you don't need to apply any other because you disregard the entire gain. Yeah. But with some of your other concessions, it's it's certain reductions in them yeah. or certain limits to them. So you might yeah. want to be you you might use this fifty percent one and then apply another concession to yeah. the rest of the amount. Yeah. Um. So we'll get into that one a little bit later. But the fifty percent active reduction is simply you can apply a fifty percent discount on the gain. Yeah. And so there's a whole bunch of things about what an active asset is, but mm-hmm. essentially it's it's a business. <laughs> yeah. Um, sold in its entirety um, that's been actively used. Yeah, um, exactly. That someone can jump in and take over yeah. and use for their own purposes. Your business is an example of that. Yeah. So um, so you actually get a 50% uh, reduction on mm-hmm. the gain mm-hmm. uh, just by having an active asset or right. a business that you're selling. So if you go back to our original episode, we said that a gain is the sales price less the purchase price or the setup price mm-hmm. um and then that's the income that you pay tax on so, so let's say yeah ten thousand dollars minus five thousand dollars yep of cost or setup price yep you make a five thousand dollars so the 50 percent active reduction gives you two and a half thousand dollars off that off the, yeah off so you pay tax on half two. the amount yeah which is good and then you can possibly apply the 15 year exemption after that to get rid of the other two and a half well, you could, the 15-year exemption would get rid of all of it anyway, so you wouldn't could. even need to apply the 50%. Yes, but if you wanted to be finicky, then... <laughs> yeah, you could. What what it's more <laughs> useful for is the next one. Is the next one. Um, but there's something else I want to mention here. This is very similar to the individual general concession. Yeah, the 50%. So if you're a sole trader mm-hmm. or if you're in a trust yeah, um, and you're selling an active asset... yeah. You could apply both the 50% general general discount discount and the active active asset discount. So that same example, you get a $5,000 gain from selling your business. Mm -hmm. You then apply the 50% active asset reduction. You get down to Mm $2,500. And then you can apply the individual general discount of 50%. And you're down to $1,250. How good is that? Great. So it's a quarter. That's a 75% discount. Yeah. Sorry, not even a quarter. Yeah, it's, it's much more than that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a quarter of the original gain. Yeah. That's what you're getting. Mm-hmm. So you've got $10,000 cash in your pocket from that sale. You're only paying and tax. And you're only paying on tax on $1,250. So that these are the interactions that you get. And the reason why this 50% active asset reduction is also good is because, as we mentioned earlier, companies don't get that general discount. So this essentially replaces that if you're selling an asset within a business, yep. um, within a company, sorry, um, you still get that discount, yeah. but you get double the discount in the other entities. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So as Tim mentioned earlier, this really can work well with the small business retirement exemption. Now, this is a yeah. really interesting one. <laughs> it's essentially the same principle as the first one. There's the 15 year. Because the aim of this is to ensure that this asset you built funds your retirement. Mm. Yeah. But there are some different rules that apply here. So first of all, it doesn't have to be 15 years. No. Only, uh, well, it doesn't even have to be 12 months, does it? For... No, I don't think so. No. No. I think it's just... It's just a small business. Yeah, exactly. You're a small business. You can use mm. this retirement exemption. Yeah. Also, no age limit. No age Although limit. there is a definition based on your age. Correct. Correct, there is, Tim. And there's also a cap. 
Five hundred grand. Five hundred thousand dollars cap. Lifetime, um, lifetime limit. Lifetime limit. So if you've done, if you've sold three different businesses, yeah, and you've used this concession, yeah, um, as long as the total of all those gains added together doesn't go over five hundred thousand dollars, yeah, you can keep using this concession. And this is where that fifty percent active asset reduction in conjunction with this yeah. really becomes powerful because yeah. so let's make let's add an extra zero to that gain. With an extra few zeros to that gain. <laughs> Let's just a say million. you've made a million dollar gain. <clears throat> yeah. And so you apply the 50% active asset reduction. Mm -hmm. Straight away, your gains come down to 500,000. Which you can then use this entire concession for. Yes. Yeah. But if you'd already, um, I guess, used it in the past mm -hmm. and you'd use $200,000 of your lifetime limit, yep. you could only use this to bring down another $300,000 of that $500,000 gain that yep. we just spoke of. Correct. So um, then there is a definition as well, if you're under 55 or over 55. Yep, there is. Correct. So if you're under 55, you actually have to pay that money into a complying super fund to be able to claim this concession. Okay. Um, I guess that's, you know, again, the ATO and the government forcing younger people making gains from the sale of a business um, to put that towards their retirement. Yeah. If you're over 55, you can just use the yeah. lifetime limit. You're considered to pre-retiring. Yeah. yeah. So the idea is, is they want you to use this for your retirement. And the same as before, if you're over 55. 55 or over, you can just, I should say. Yeah, you can just take the money. Um, and, and that's yours. And in your tax return, indicate yeah. you're using this concession. Yeah. And so fine. if you're an individual or in a trust, um, more so individual I'm talking about now, this is really simple. You just have a gain. Mm -hmm. And the amount of gain that you've got there, you just take. As long as it's less yep. than $500,000 and you haven't used the concession before and you haven't gone over the limit. Yep. But essentially, if you're below that, you can still use the gain, get the same concession. You've just got to put the money into your super fund. Yeah. At which point you can access when you retire. And that's not deductible, putting the money into super. No, but it's also not taxed. It's not taxed in super yeah. either, which is awesome. Mm. But it is, in a way, deductible because it's reducing your gain. Yeah, that's right. So you're just going to have to wait until uh, you reach that age where you can start drawing down on super correct mm -hmm. so this is a really good one um the other part of this as well is that if you're using this inside of a company there might be several of you yeah in that company and the rules can be quite true um you know flexible turning like who you're sending these amounts to as well mm. um but yeah it, it can be a little bit more complicated there and perhaps that's a whole nother specific thing here um, well, it, it like is per person succession planning mm. yeah yeah and so yeah. if if you and your partner Mm. own a business mm -hmm. like Dan and I for example yep. you're my partner partner um, then yeah it's $500,000 each yeah so the, what I was kind of alluding to there so if you are in a company you and you make a gain of $2 million on a sale of a business in the company you've sold the business from the company the company has made that gain mm. you then discount at 50% because it's an active asset, assuming mm -hmm. you had your assets less than the amount and you and you um, yep. meet the normal criteria. So that gains now a million dollars. Yep. But there's two of us that own that business, Tim. Mm. We That's both can great, use that amount into our super yep. and uh, we disregard the gain and suddenly there yeah. is, a, you know... Well, um, actually, Dan and I will get 500 each. Into our super, but then there's still a million dollars left in the business, yes. in the company, which you have to be able to get out somehow. And that yeah. might be through dividends, it could yeah. be through whatever... That gets more complicated. It is tricky. Um, but yeah, it, it is It is a really nifty um, exemption to save your retirement. Yep. 
and you can use it when you're as young as you want, as long as you put all the money into your super fund. Yep. Uh, so, the last one here, Tim, is the small business rollover. Yeah. This is essentially if you've sold an asset and then you replace it with a similar active mm. asset or, 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 or another asset that you're going to be mm. using to produce income. People who are in business are often serial entrepreneurs. Mm. They sell one thing successfully and they start up another. Yep. And they use the capital that they made on that first business to invest in the next business. Mm. And so, the ATO has allowed for them to um, indicate that that's what they're planning to do with mm -hmm. the gain. Yep. Given them a two-year period mm -hmm. to roll the gain from the first business into an investment in the second business. Yeah, that's right. So, let's just say you've made $200,000 gain. Within two years, you... in you indicate in that year that you're planning to roll it over. Yeah, so you've still got to calculate what that gain is. Yeah, you've got to calculate it and yep. you tell the ATO what it is and yep. you say, I'm, I'm rolling it over. Yep. And then they know within the next two years that you should be investing it into a new business. Yep. If you haven't, you then have to amend that mm. tax return. That's right. Or if you haven't rolled it all over, mm. let's say you only invested 150 grand. Mm. Well, then there's 50 grand that you should have paid tax on. Correct. Yeah. Um, but investing into a new business could be, um, yeah, buying the equipment or buying a new business mm. outright. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's yeah. not a bad one. And uh, you have to make we sure don't that... We do it all the time. No, yeah. and, and you have to also purchase an active asset. So, you can't sell an active asset and then go buy a passive asset. So, a passive like asset a would be property. a rental property. That's not a business. That's not a business. It's not an active asset. Mm. Um, there are some rules around, you know, if you're buying shares or trust or whatever, the amount that you need to be buying. Yep. I think there's a percentage um, yep. yeah, to make it an active asset because you can't just go buy shares in Qantas and say, I bought it into a business. Mm -hmm. um, that's not how it works. Um, but yeah, speak to your accountant about that. Um, but basically, just remember, you can roll over that gain, which is a good one. And this does interact with the other one, um, the other uh, ones as well. So you can apply the fifty percent reduction and then apply mm. this rollover. True. Yep. That's, this could be your last um, portion of the gain. Mm -hmm. um, hey. Oh, we're at we're at uh, what time frame? Here? <laughs> Thirty-four minutes. We're running a long time. Holy Long time. Let's long finish. Tim. Let's finish this off. Yep. So well, that, quickly, I think that's 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 the small business concessions. There's one more, which isn't really considered, but yeah. it's a, a restructure. Yeah. So if you change from a sole trader to a company, technically you're selling that business from yourself mm -hmm. to a new entity, yep. which would be a capital gain. Yep. The ATO allows a concession to restructure your business mm -hmm. as long as the ownership doesn't change between restructures. Yeah, that's definitely very useful. Yeah. Very useful. Cool. That's probably the end of that one, Tim. Nice one, Tim. <sighs> nice one, Tim. <laughs> uh we'll be so nice to each other yeah i, I have um two other things okay far away yeah my first other thing is uh chance the rapper uh it's got a new <laughs> album nice have you heard it no i haven't there's the first two tracks are really good okay. um i particularly like i've forgotten the name of the song but um it features death cub for cutie okay really awesome song Okay, yeah. I'll have to check it out. When Listen did that come it. out? Like a week ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's awesome. I really like cool. it. Cool. Um, so that's one. Um, the other other thing is Survivor's Back, Australian Survivor. Yeah. And I am loving it, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I've been live tweeting it. Uh, uh, tweeting at, 
uh, Survivor tweeted back to me about some stuff, which was fun. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been it's just Survivor. It's just it's the greatest show. It's nice. the greatest reality show ever made. Cool, Tim. All right. Well, next that's year, debatable, but uh... next year you'll uh, you'll see me on Survivor. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> you would not survive Survivor, Dan. Bullshit. Immunity challenges. I'm built to go on an immunity <laughs> challenge, Tim. I've been immune. I've been immunity challenged my whole life. Yeah, I said that earlier. <laughs> I don't think that makes you stronger, though. It's not made you stronger. Has it made it's me weaker? It's made you weaker. It's definitely made you weaker. Hundred <laughs> percent, it has. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger, Tim. And I've got thrown at me. It'd be a great weight loss technique for you, though. Honestly, you'd lose so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go in 94 and I'd, I'd come out like 75. Um, so nice. I did have one other, one other thing go quickly um, that I did want to mention is that our competition for our slogan oh, yeah. on the back of the shirt, people are, people are commenting. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of great suggestions we've had so far and please keep coming along. We're going to give it one more week from today, I think. Um, for to people to submit their answers. Yeah. There's a few that I'll read out here um, just to, to give people an idea of, of what some of the great ones that we've got. Yep. Um, <laughs> some of them a little bit more sexual that I'm sure people meant, but still, still <laughs> funny. Um, one was, I love dump, double entry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, when you put it that way, I didn't read it in that like real yeah. sus. <laughs> <laughs> See, I did the same thing. When I read it to myself, I was like, oh yeah, double entry accounting. Uh, that, yeah. This, but now when I looked at it later, I was like, oh, I get it. It's a, it's a double entendre. <laughs> um, uh, Alicia Pierce wrote about six of them. Um, so yes. shout out to Alicia That's there. Alicia. Her, my favorite one is to uh, Life of the Party. That was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, no. um, And also, be audit you can be. That was I pretty like that good. Be audit you can be. She said she used that on like a graduation cat yeah. or something. Like that. <laughs> um, the next cool. one, um, Bill Thu. Yeah, uh, yeah. His was uh, beers in the streets, excel in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you put a little asterisk. asterisk I mean, Cosmos, Cosmos in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, it was about so five or six more just on, on Facebook. And then on uh, Instagram, we had a few good ones as well. Yeah. Um, this, they, sorry, they included, um, here we go, uh, Orphan on the Street said, let's get fiscal. That was pretty funny. Ah, yes. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that was a great one. Dennis said, uh, don't account on us. We're too drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one as well. Uh, Conroy, Tim Dan, Australia's favorite biscuit. (laughs) Yeah. Where where does that come from? (laughs) Assuming it's like Tim Tam, uh, Tim Dan, Australia's favorite biscuit. Like and uh, like Yvonne it. wrote, uh, never too drunk to count. So that's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. we've had, that, that's not all. And that's just a select few, but please write them I in. Like Tony Burke had a good one as well. Sobering realities. Yeah, the sobering reality. That's right. <laughs> that was a good one as well. So yeah, we're, we're really enjoying them. Please keep writing in. I'm going to post about them again this week to get some, um, just to get it up on your feeds there so you can remember to post. Yeah. But think about them, send them in. Honestly, we're, we we're doing this. give you a shirt. The best one probably goes on our shirt. We're going to be wearing it at ZeroCon. Yeah. In full view of everybody. Absolutely. We're going, to, be inter- we're going to interview Trent Innes again. Yeah, I think. wearing that shirt. Wearing that shirt. And, and the end... Not only that, is that you get to wear that shirt. Exactly. Probably around everywhere. To yeah. work, to the shops, to the movies, out on fancy dinners. And all it's going to cost you is the postage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, classic. Nice. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, so I just want to give a shout out to our fans for just enjoying the competition and writing yeah. in. We've really appreciated it and it's been it's been a good laugh for us. No, it's been awesome. Yeah. Actually, I'm loving it. We should do more festivals. Yeah, exactly. All right, Tim. <laughs> okay. Um so I actually um uh watched a really weird movie mm. during the week. Okay. Jade and I started watching it and um Jade fell asleep and stopped liking <laughs> it. She didn't it. like it, yeah. <laughs> for some reason. I chose it. Anyway, it looked really cool. It's called Sorry to Bother You. Did you say anything about um, that? Is that on Netflix? Nah, I don't think so. Hmm, all right, I think no. it just came on a Fox. It's got um, Danny Glover. I like Danny Glover. Yeah. So he's not Donald. No. Glover. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I thought it was. No. Um, De- Danny- Childish Gambino. No, it's Donald while. Glover. <laughs> <laughs> what a great name, though. Isn't, isn't Danny Glover the guy from Lethal Weapon, the old guy? Ah, it is too. Yeah, Danny, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, so I saw Glover <laughs> pop up. Yeah, anyway, so he's in it. Yeah. Um, Tessa Thompson. Yeah. Uh, what, who else? Terry Crews. Mm. Some awesome actors. Mm. Amazing actors. Um, shit movie though. <laughs> 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 really shit movie. <laughs> but it has the, it was like, it's so weird. Mm. The trailer looked great. Mm. It was really like fast paced, quirky. Dark comedy, mm. sci-fi, but it just... Just fizzled. It was no good. It's mm. all about this telemarketer who becomes a power caller. Mm. And then there's like human horses at the end of it all of a sudden. Um, right, okay. And it's really weird. So, uh, sounds but weird. check it out. Let us know what you think about <laughs> Sorry to Bother You. It has promise, but fails massively. <laughs> well, be sure to check it out, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> please. If you're willing to waste an hour and a half of your life, Check it out. Go for it. I think it's yeah, definitely worth wasting that time. It's funny. That's what I did. All right, everybody. Well, thank you. Do you have any other th- other things? That's it. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, it's good to be back, and or not that we disappeared for you guys, but um, good to be recording again. We're going to have a lot of interviews over the next few months. Yes. Um, leading into ZeroCon, we're doing a few warm up episodes um, with a few guests there. Mm-hmm. Also, we're going to be doing a bunch of interviews at ZeroCon, so mm-hmm. more than likely you're going to be hearing a lot from a lot of people. So really excited for that. Um, hey, if there's someone specific you want to hear from who you know is going to be at ZeroCon, you know, go have a look at their vendors on, on their website, on the ZeroCon website. Go, if there's anyone at Zero that partic- you particularly want to hear from or, or yeah. an area of Zero you want to hear about, yep. let us know because sure. we'll ask them. For sure. We'll see if we can get them. We're going to get some deep insights. Mm-hmm. We're all about them insights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Tim. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. And we'll uh, catch you later. later.